If you could go anywhere in the U.S., where would you go? You're listening to the RV Life Podcast. I'm Dan Hunt with my incredible wife, Patty Hunt. She's right over there. Now, today's guests have created a tool that will show you the best RV destinations in the country. Now, Dan and I have been to about 30 states. I think I lost count. And that's been in the last three years of our full-time RV travels. And after seeing so much of the country, we think it's time to continue to see more because there is so much more we are looking forward to exploring and you know it's like you see all these places and there's just more to add to the list so today's guests we are so excited to hear some of their suggestions about our next rv destinations Now, that sound means it's time for today's fun fact. Our fun fact is brought to you by Open Roads Resorts. With four great locations, they've got two, count them, two in Montana. They've got one in Idaho, and they've got one in Texas. And did we love that campground in Texas? It was fantastic. We we absolutely loved the Texas campground and the beautiful sunsets. Okay, so now today's fun fact, there are 63 national parks, and I just have to say in the middle of this fun fact, another fun fact, Dan and I have been to zero Zero. national parks so far. So there are 63 national parks, and there are 428 national park sites, and this is according to nationalparks.org. But if you want to know all things about national parks, you could go to America's National Parks podcast by our really good friend, Jason Epperson. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused here by this. And, you know, I, again, if it's information that the federal government is putting out, it's got to be confusing. The same guys that do the tax form does this thing. So there's 63 national parks and 428 national park sites What the heck is the difference between a national park site and a national park? Well, to the best of my understanding, and I think our guest today will be able to help us with this as well, but to the best of my understanding, parks like um, Valley Forge Historical Park is one of the 428 national park sites, but it's not deemed a national park. So we're going to get more on that answer as we go along. But I do want to talk about National Park, like Glacier National Park. Now, that is one of the 63 that you and I are headed to this summer. And while we head there, we've got some great campgrounds that you could stay at. And that is Flathead Lake. Oh, if you want to go to Nash, uh, Glacier National Park or Flathead Lake, you could experience it either by going to Polson Flathead, KOA. Yes, Open Roads Resorts, Polson Flathead, it's called, and it's Lake KOA, and or Polson Motor Coach Resort, and that is a Class A only resort, but it is in the top 10 motor coach, one of the top 10 motor coach resorts in the country, and and I'm having difficulty talking today, 
I'm, I'm really excited about today's guest. So I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait to get them on. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm so excited too. And I'm excited that Charlie is like within ears range because I loved playing with Charlie. We we were with our guest today at the Tampa RV show uh, about a month ago. And I just loved having Charlie around. Okay, so explain who Charlie is to our listeners. Charlie's a snickerdoodle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not a snickerdoodle. He's a <laughs> he's, he's a, a puppy. He's a puppy and he's a golden doodle and he's got golden the sharpest doodle. little teeth. <laughs> yes, he but, does. Um, okay, so we've got to uh, go to break right now and right after the break we're going to have our guest today and we are just so excited about it. But we want to first tell you that you can elevate your water experience with Clear 2O's RV Universal Advanced Solid Carbon Water Filter. The innovative design uses a solid carbon block made from natural renewable coconut carbon, ensuring your water is not only clean, but eco-friendly. This powerful filter reduces iron, manganese, chlorine, and other chemicals while also tackling sediment like sand, silt, and rust. It's perfect for RVers. It improves taste, reduces clogs, and protects your appliances. Plus, it's cost-effective with replacement filters providing top-notch water purification for just pennies a day. Now, when we get Randy into the podcast... His first question is, what the hell is manganese? <laughs> what is that? I know it's in our water, but what is it? I don't know. Get on your computer right now, Randy, and look it up because I got to tell you, it's coming. It's coming. Now, don't settle for less. Experience the Clear 2.0 difference now. Clear, fresh water for your RV is just a click away. The show notes have all the details for Clear 2.0. This is the RV Life Podcast, and our guests today are explorers. They're RV travelers. They're hikers. They're kayakers. And they've got Charlie. They also have a podcast, and they're photographers. They're from a small town in Kentucky. They travel with three pets, a boxer, Zoe, a cat, Gus, and my favorite, Charlie. I call him a snickerdoodle, but he's really a golden doodle. They travel the country in their Winnebago journey and have documented their adventures through word and their camera lens. They have created RV Destinations Magazine for the traveler and adventurer. The magazine makes its readers want to get out and explore new places. They do all that and they take a pretty damn good picture as well for their readers to explore. They are RV Destinations Magazine. And they are they are our good friends, Randy and Callie Beheimer. Welcome to the RV Life Podcast. How are you guys doing? Hi, guys. Good. We're good. Yeah, thanks so, for having us on the show today. Thank you for both being here. So creating a magazine. I can't even imagine what that would be like, where to start. And we are talking about RV Destinations Magazine. So can you tell our listeners about your conversation 
when you were creating the magazine? Like, how did this all start? Yeah, I like to joke that we we must be out of our minds, uh, first off, because we had (laughs) no experience in the magazine industry or publishing, but we're like, hey, why not? So yeah, we 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 learned uh, the hard way. Uh, we we made it about every mistake you can make as a publisher, and then we call it pivot. We pivoted from that mistake. <laughs> it just gave us opportunities for yeah. growth, growth opportunities. Yeah, so we learned learned a lot. But uh, you know, I'm really sad that you didn't ask me about the manganese because I looked it up. I was ready for that question. <laughs> well, well, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to bring you the manganese in a minute here. It's a chemical element. Uh, it symbols MN. Its atomic number is 25, and it's uh, hard, brittle, silvery metal, often found in minerals in combination with iron. So anyway, I've found in Okay, and we don't want it in our water. Thank we you. don't want no, it in the water. We don't want to drink it. We don't it. want it in our bodies. And not to be confused with magnesium, which is what we said the one time. But yeah, right. so let's, let's <laughs> continue talking about the magazine. You know, if, if, if starting a magazine without any experience isn't hard enough, you two nuts also started a podcast without a whole heck of a lot of experience as well. <laughs> we, well did. we didn't hear the rest of the story about the magazine. So, yeah, yeah. so go ahead, take it away. Right, yeah, well, so, we are we're all going to, distracted. Yeah, we're going to pivot. So, so I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to let Callie tell the story, but what I want to say is uh, I've got a bad habit, me personally, uh, it, just jumping in and figuring it out later. And, and so let me set the backstage. And Callie is usually my... Crusher uh, of dreams. She calls it crusher of dreams, <laughs> but I call it she brings me, uh, uh, we're yin and yang. She brings me back to earth sometimes. And uh, so this might have been one of those things where we just jumped in, like, we'll figure it out as we go. So I'll let her tell the, the, the quick version of our story of how it all came to be. Yeah. I mean, we've been RVing for 12 years. So it's something that we've always, you know, we've done since we've been together. We love and enjoy. And we used to get some other magazines out there in the industry. And I was sta- saving this big stack of them because there was uh, like usually one destination in each one of these magazines. And and I looked at Randy one day and I'm like, babe, we are going to take these magazines and we're going to take this destination and we're going to plan all these trips around it. Like, where are we going to go next? What are we going to go see? There's so many cool things to see out there. And and we were out hiking one day and and talking about this and we're like, man, wouldn't it be great if there was a magazine out there dedicated just to destinations for our veers to go check out. And we both looked at each other and said, well, why don't we do that? <laughs> yeah, it's good because I, I've been shooting for about 33 years. Uh, um, I've been shooting uh, photography and Callie's been a writer for many, many years. She also picked up the camera when we met about, about 12 years ago. And, and so it just made natural sense. You know, what if we find writers that have great ability to take pictures? Because, you know, we live in a very visual society today, right? We all Instagram world and everything we are. So why don't we fill a magazine full of beautiful images, let the images tell the story where in, in, you know, they'd be well written as well, Mm -hmm. but you know, let the images take, tell the majority of the story. Yep. So that's how we got our start is just, we we realized there really wasn't another publication out there dedicated just to destinations and campgrounds and campground reviews. And we decided, heck, why not? We love RVing. Let, let's do this. This is something we would love to have. So, And we, we've literally, from that day one, and we started talking about this probably back in 2018, launched in 2020. Uh, but since day one, we have always said, we want to give our readers and subscribers what we ourselves are looking for as our viewers. What do we find important? What, what would we enjoy? And that has resonated well with all of our subscribers. That That's is great. just 
Incredible. Now I got to ask a question that's kind of off track a little bit. Is but, there actually a track here? That's yeah. I'm wondering. <laughs> How's Charlie doing? Hey, how's yeah. Charlie? It's like the old joke, put four podcasters in a room and see what happens. Yeah. But have you ever gone to the printing press and watched your magazine being printed? Like, you know, the news, the old newspaper rolls where there's a hundred miles of paper going down a, a line and seeing your paper or your magazine being printed? So, so Funny, I, feel, you should ask. I feel like you were tipped off uh, because the timing of this question is uh, remarkable. Uh, so, so we are actually switching printers. Uh, we we are now going with a uh, you know our our print version of our magazines now at the level that we're starting to reach out to these not reach out but we've identified one of the big boy printers, uh, national printers, and. I just did a site visit last week uh, to the site and got to watch it. Well, I didn't get to watch ours magazine roll through. Uh, I did get to see the whole process, and it, it is mind-boggling that process. It I really did. is. So you've seen it, Dan? It, it's incredible. I, I have seen it. I've been. I've been. Yeah, I've been in that scenario before. So yeah. So they they invited us out. So our first run with this new printer is going to happen in uh, March, and they invited us out to come watch it but unfortunately we're going to be out of town so we're yeah. not going to be able to go see it but we really would love to oh you're going on a cruise i feel so no, bad for you <laughs> no i'm just kidding you're not going on a cruise we're right? going to we're africa 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 yeah. oh you're going i feel so bad for yeah. you yeah no, i still I know. feel bad for you but it's tough but it's tough yeah it's tough work so, hey wait 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 i got a question shoot where's charlie going <laughs> charlie stays home yeah. we're gonna we're hoping her, her older sister watches her yeah, we're going to see how that goes. Gus no. is going to be in charge of the house, Gus the cat, and then uh, Gus the cat. He, he's got to take care of the dogs. No, we've, we've got a, uh, a very, very good uh, uh, sitter that stays in the house. Uh, so she comes and brings all her stuff and stays in our, our home and watches the animals. Takes great care of her. Oh, okay. So, so Charlie will be taking care of your good Very dad. well. Okay. I so, want Charlie. So it's not enough to start a magazine that's a difficult feat. I mean, let's face it, it is. And again, yeah. I would have nowhere to, no idea where to start. But then you decided to start a podcast. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about how long ago was that? Why? Sure, I can. I can take. take one, I can take that one. So, so yeah, if we didn't have enough stuff going on in our life, now mind you, we run two other businesses on top of the magazine, the podcast. So uh, you know, half the time we don't know what we're doing. But uh, if we ever sound <laughs> scatterbrained, that's probably the reason. But yeah, so we we had no. It wasn't even on a radar screen, a podcast, mm -hmm. and we we attended the York PA um, RV show last. Uh, what was that? I'm looking it was at you, last March. March yeah, yeah, last March. And one of the uh, attendees of that show came up to me and said, "Oh, you guys are the ones with the podcast, aren't you?" And I'm like, "No, we don't have a podcast." And, and that would be us. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it might have been who they were thinking about, it. and they were like, "Well, you should." And they walked away, and I started thinking my wheels started turning, which often happens, and that's when Callie knows, "Hey, it's time to." I'm like, oh, we're going to spend to money, aren't we? <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. We, we've got all the microphones. You know, I've been in a band all my life. I've been playing guitar for 12 years or since I was 12. And so I've got all the equipment. I've got the computer. And guess what? We've got 26 writers that write for us. We've got all the content we need. You know, why wouldn't we do it? And and so that's kind of where it started. So that was in March. And mm -hmm. we, we released our first podcast April 4th. Yep. So, I mean, we put it together pretty quickly. Wow, you're coming up on your one-year anniversary yeah. of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we're actually thinking about going to video. This is the first time we've announced this, but we were just talking yeah. to our editor a couple of hours ago, and we're thinking about going to video. Of course, everybody wants to see Callie's face more so than mine, but uh, I understand my role in this. <laughs> yeah. Get behind yeah. me, Dave. Yeah. Get behind me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go, as long as you both know where your lanes are. It's, right. It sounds exactly. Good. Exactly. It sounds good. You know, that's a that's a really big question for podcasters right now. Right. And we just came from what they call Podfest, which is the convention for podcasters. It was in Orlando right after the Tampa show. So we just went to Podfest. We'd love to have you guys come with us next year. Yeah, we'd love but, that. But um that is probably the question of the year for podcasters. Do you go to video as well? And we have not taken that step yet, although we are on a platform where I can see you guys and you guys can see us. Unfortunately, listeners, you can't see them because we don't put out a video podcast. I'll take a couple pictures. That's about <laughs> since all yeah. it is, is uh, some talking heads <laughs> going on here. And... Unfortunately, we're only seeing Randy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, that's a, a, a conversation we could have after. But talking about asking, you know, those difficult questions. So the question we get asked all the time that is so tough to answer is, and we're going to ask you guys, put you okay. on the spot because you're our guests and we could do that. Yeah, put us on the spot. Yeah, put you on the spot. What's your favorite place to go oh. in the country? <laughs> you, you know that that that's that's a tough thing to answer and, and, and you know we had joel holland from um harvest uh, from harvest host on our show and i'm going to kind of go with what he mm-hmm. said he said you know that changes you know it depends on uh, on your feel for that day you know what you're feeling at that moment and and that the that's time of year the time of what's year, going right. on in life i mean i love the pacific northwest a lot i i love the yellowstone area a lot um uh, you know, Glacier, as you mentioned earlier, that that's amazing. But I mean, Key West has become like our wintertime second home. I mean, yeah. I love Key West. And if, if, if you're just, if you're asking me where in the world I would love to live and spend the rest of my life, um, if I had a choice, money was no object, and not having to work the rest of my life, for me, it would probably be Montana. Callie's yeah, going to say something Randy would be opposite. alone. <laughs> he would be very alone yes. in Montana, all by himself. Kelly, you could uh, be with be, me because okay, no, perfect, mm-hmm. Patty. Too yeah. cold in the winter. Oh, way too cold. That's way, just, it's yeah, just yeah. not fun. Yeah, I mean, that, no, that question's... A, Me either. Yeah, that question's kind of like, which of your three kids do you like better? Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a great... That's such a great way to put it. And I want to... Charlie! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay focused, Dan. Stay with us. Um, yeah. I, I want to continue down this road because it is a question... If if any question we get asked, we get asked that question more than any other question. Yeah. And to your point, like, yes, Randy, I want to go to Montana, but I want to go there in the middle of the summer. Yeah. I want to be in Yellowstone exactly. when it's warm. But to your point, like I spent my just about all of my life in the Philadelphia area. So I know winter and I know summer and, you know, you have the greenery and fall leaves um, and then when I spent three years out in Nevada in Las Vegas, and it's Nevada in Las Vegas, you know, it, it, it's a whole different feel that I learned to love the desert and the mountains. Right. right. It's just, you know, so to different. your point, like people keep asking that and it, you're right. I, I love that analogy. And we have five kids. It's like, 
picking the favorite. Today, one might be the favorite, <laughs> but next week it might be somebody else. Yeah, so. exactly. I, I mean, we've been, I, I've been to all 50 states. Callie has uh, only really? a handful of states left. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to like 40 different countries. Callie has been to like 48 different countries. Uh, and so we're pretty well traveled and, and I gotta be honest, you know, uh, the United States has some of the most beautiful places oh, in the gosh, world. Yeah. I mean, they really, we really do. And, and it's sad to see a lot of people that don't take advantage of that, that, that just does not, you know, go outside of their hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that was me. And, and if nothing else comes out of this podcast, those words that people need to explore this country. We, I always, as a kid and, and even as an adult, thought, oh, you have to go outside the country. And I have. I've been to several places. I never really realized until we started our being the beauty in this country. And for all of our listeners, that is a number one, something that people really need to get out of their own backyard yes. and see the amazing things. And, and again, even if it's not a national park, mm-hmm. let's talk about, you know, the, there's so many different things. Yes, there are the national parks. Dan and I are committed in 2024. Well, let's see how that goes. We're setting goals. Now, um, now, now, I do have an answer for you with a question about, you know, the difference of all that. So, mm-hmm. so a national park has to be approved by Congress. And, and, uh, right. and there's national monuments out there that the president can appoint. So the president can say, you know, wherever your RV is, I'm going to declare this a, a, a national a monument. But it takes an act of Congress to make it a park. And then, of course, you have national forest and, you know, all these different protected natural resources uh, and so that that's why there's only 60, what, what was it, 63 yeah, national 63. parks. But it goes further, too, because a national park uh, will contain a variety of resources and usually encompasses a large land or water area. Yeah. So no, that's true. Mm-hmm. I know it's well, true. They, I'm reading it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, they're both researching as we're talking. OK, that's well, right. That's you know, right. I rolled that off the top of my head. <laughs> Yeah. I, I rolled that off the top of my head. She looked that up. So, uh, sure, I, sure. I, she's well, the beautiful one. I'm the smart one. That's right. There's one in every group. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, that so was actually you a joke. Make a good team. You you complete each other. You make a great we team. Do. We um, do. So so yeah, it's great information there. Um, so whether we go to a national park or a national park site, we're going to start counting those. Um, so yeah, thank you for clarifying that for people. Sure. Again, so I'm going to, I'm going to go completely off our, okay. we, we have what we call a roadmap of, to do a podcast. So we kind of cover topics that we know we want to co- cover, but then for me, things come up and we have conversations and things are said, and I just want to ask more questions. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw a whammy at you. We have not talked about this at all. Um, but I'm kind of taking an informal survey. Okay. You know the maps that you put on the side of your RV and shows you all the states that you went to? Yes. When oh. do you get to put a state <laughs> on your map on the side of your RV? Uh, Randy and I have differing opinions. We, we've argued about this. Patty and I do too. We that, have. That so, is hilarious. So my theory is you need to at least sleep in that state. Okay, so it's like you, whether it's a, a truck stop or Walmart, or a harvest so, host location, campground. You, if you spend at least one night in that state, you can put it on the map. 
Randy's like, if we're within spitting distance, yeah, then it counts. Callie, that, that you know that that's a great thought, but it sucks. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Randy, so so let me use a, Team Randy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So let me let me use an analogy, and hopefully you won't cut this out. And hopefully, I know this. I'm going to keep this PG. So okay. we don't cut anything. We don't cut anything. Okay. Keep I'm going to I'm going to keep this. PG, I, I I apologize to the listeners out there, but I'm going to keep it PG. Okay, Callie. Randy. All right. So if you if you date a guy, yeah, and you, you sleep with him. You mm-hmm. say you dated the guy. If you date a guy and don't sleep with him, do you say that guy didn't exist? He did not. Did he buy me flowers and did we have a nice dinner? Yeah, if, if your wheels roll across that state, you put a sticker on that thing. And, and that's the way to period. I'll fight that up to the Supreme yeah. Court. See, Randy, I'm, I'm kind of with you, but my, my thought is if I'm rolling through a state and there has been times where we have just gone through the corner of Texas, so we were, you know, maybe 100 miles or 50 miles in right. Texas. But my theory is if I can get a ticket in that state, then I'm putting that state on my, the side Amen. of my RV. Amen. Because got your back you know, on that one. Yeah. Okay. So this you debate know, it, continues on. It, it, it does. And we would love to start this conversation on our social media. So if you want to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Nothing, just Facebook and Instagram. Just Facebook I, know and what, I know you want to add some others. Yeah. Um, RV Life Podcast, you know, let us know. Dan has been asking this because he wants more and more people to agree with him. Yes. So, Randy, you agreed. Kelly, you and I are together on this one, and the debate continues on. Well, that's because <laughs> women are smarter than men. That's that's why. <laughs> you know, I, I, I honestly think it, I th- honestly think it goes for like men. You know, with boats, it's a very similar thing. Like, my, I've got a twenty-seven and a half foot boat, but if you put the outboard engine and the and the uh, windless system on the front. It makes it about 32 feet. And so whenever you go. Says, how, how big is your boat? I say, well, it's 32 feet. And, and I'm not lying. <laughs> but, but when I'm renting, you know, dock, too. Right, 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 right. But when I'm renting uh, like dock space uh, and they charge by the foot, I say, I got 27 and a half feet. <laughs> so, right. I mean, yeah. there you go. I, I feel it's down that same road. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess my question then, when Callie comes and lives with us, and you're out in a field in Montana, in Montana okay, does Montana get to go on our RV? Because Callie and Charlie are living with us, man. I got to tell you, I'll bring the Montana sticker with me. There you go. That's awesome. There you have it. That's awesome. Well, you know, we've made plans for this coming year, and we have found a company that has two products that makes RV travelers so simple, and it will save you money. Yes, and the Open Roads Innovative Tolling Transponder, it's a mouthful, is absolutely incredible. This toll transponder works in all 48 states. So those of you who want to hit those 48 states, it will work in all of them. It is $24 a year. And the best part is their concierge service. So when you go through that state and you get a toll violation or that, you know, thing in the mail that you had a problem, they will handle it through their concierge service. Their customer support will help you navigate through the process. Now, Open Roads, they didn't stop there. That 
Toll Transponder is one of the most incredible products that I have come across in the RV space. But they also have what they call the Open Roads Fuel Card. Now, it's free to sign up, and it has saved us hundreds of dollars this year alone. What this card does is it allows you to buy diesel fuel at truck stops and utilize the power of group purchasing to save just a little bit of money. So I got to tell you, the Open Roads Fuel Card, we love it. We do. And sometimes that little bit of money is a lot of money because we have a 100-gallon tank, and even at $0.05 cents a gallon, we're saving. We saved well over $400 last year. Well over that. Right. So that's great. We better and, save $400 if we got Callie coming to live with us. Yeah, that's it right. Costs us a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as we travel, it's great because I do, I take the Open Roads app while Dan is driving the RV. I open the app, I find the truck stop, and I can see exactly how much money we are going to save on fuel. If you like saving money and making your travel easier, you can't afford to not have the Open Roads fuel card and the Open Roads Innovative Tolling Transponders. Links are in the show notes below. And of course, we've got to put our guests on the spot. We didn't discuss this beforehand, but when you guys traveled across the country, what was that like with the toll passes? Because we've had some nightmares. Well, we've got, uh, we have one and it's the, it's part of the family. It's a sun pass and uh, it, it only covers a small handful of states. What's right. great is when it's in the RV, it catches everything in the RV, but I always forget to take it out and put it in our toad. So then we're out in the toad and guess what? Magically, six months later in the mail, we get a toll invoice. Oh, put the transponder <laughs> in the toad again. Right. And that's what that's a that's a really good point because not only does this one cover all forty eight states, but you only need the one toll transponder. It covers so both of our vehicles. Covers both. So we both, both Randy and Kelly and Dan and I have Class A. We have the transponder in the Class A window, and when the toad is on, or when we're just driving the toad. Why do you call works. our jeeps a toad? Because that's what they call it. <laughs> anyway, when it's our, a jeep, <laughs> when our jeep is driving alone, we don't need to worry about the toll pass. It's fantastic. When they told us about this, we we were wow, we were crazy excited about it. Yeah, we've got to we've got to look yeah. into that because I yeah, I'm like every man out there, you know. I, I want to get to the destination, and I'm, I'm I watch all those cars fly by, and I've got to pull over and get change out of my pocket. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, oh, I, wow. I, I definitely, we need to look into that. We do. Yes. Yes. Well, you can look at the show notes of this show when you're reading all about yourselves and there's the link for it right there. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. You got it. And, and it's the same price or less than your other toll passes that you're carrying. So we like that too. Now having a YouTube channel and having a podcast and being out and about and public speakers and we talk on RV travel and things to do with RV travel all over the country, we talked about that number one question we get asked. What's your favorite place in the country? Um, now, the number two question that we get asked is how do you decide to go where you're going to go next? Now, Patty and I have a kind of a, a love-hate relationship with this question because 
we have what we call our hard dates, dates that we have to be at the Tampa RV show, sure. the Hershey RV show, the Albuquerque balloon fiesta. And if you haven't ever been to that one, you're missing something. And now we're adding another hard date into our list of hard dates, which is the Music City Motorhome Expo. Brand new this year. Brand new this year, but they're looking for this to go on forever and ever. You'll be able to go into this Music City Motorhome Expo and drive the next year and drive the next year's models. So, yeah, the 2025 and Every manufacturer will be there. It's a manufacturer show. Every manufacturer will be there. Motorhomes only. Yeah, motorhomes only. But it is really, really something. Randy, have you ever been able to take test drive at any of the RV shows that you've been at? Not at the RV shows, no. Well, this show is completely different. They've rented a whole fairground. They've got a test track out there. And guess what? Anything that you want to buy, you're thinking about buying another Winnebago Journey and you want a 2025, well, guess what? It'll be there and you'll be able to not only sit in it, you'll be able to drive in it. As well as talk to all the manufacturers, sit with them, be with them for four straight days, you know, eat together, talk together, have fun, excitement, entertainment. We're really excited about this event. Now, I got to ask Callie, do you drive the RV? I do. Yes, I do. Oh. I love you, Callie. You made me look bad there. I thought you I'm were sorry. <laughs> I don't get it's to drive okay. very often, if that helps. Randy's usually like, oh, no, babe, it's fine. I'll keep driving. But, but it's not because I don't trust you driving. It's just I like to drive. I enjoy driving. No, I, no what he likes to do yeah. is sit in the driver's seat. Hey, babe, will you grab me something to eat? Hey, That's babe, true. can you get me something <laughs> to drink? Hey, this babe, will you grab my laptop and look up? Hey, babe, will you read these emails? That's that's why that's, I don't get to drive. That's all yes. true. Well, I get the same thing. Without the hey, babe, I get the same thing. Um, <laughs> I, do not, I do not drive the RV. And with our new RV that everybody knows we are getting a new RV, <laughs> I will be driving. And I'll be able to test drive these RVs because Angie's going to teach me how to drive. Um, but we'll talk more about that in a minute. I do want to get back to... So you guys also, when Dan says hard dates and he said, you know, places we have to go, we don't have to go. We decide where we want to go, when we want to go, but they are. Well, they're commitments to us. Yeah. Dates. Absolutely. And so I know you guys have commitment dates as well. Right. How then do you choose in between those commitment dates? You know, well, there's places the places that we want to go. You want to go. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Reno Air Show was something that I wanted to go to. You were right. like, what are you talking about? I yeah. don't want to go listen to airplanes for five days. But what well, we went to the, that's because we wanted to go to the Reno Air Show. But then take it past that. How do you fill the in betweens in? You right. Know, Is I'm there getting- a thought process? Is there a rule? So the uh, yes let me and no. Let me let nope. My turn. My turn. What's This is a microcosm of our marriage right All here. The time. What you're hearing all the time. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really interesting is that you know we'll start off with plans for the year. We have those kind of those those hard plans, places we have to be you know, because of the magazine. And we'll start peppering in other locations. But then for me, what happens is we'll have people on our podcast or articles that are being submitted to the magazine. And now I'm like, well, I want to go here now. I want to go there now. We need to add that on the right. list. And so honestly, that that's helped us a lot, add in things when 
we're kind of like, well, what do we do up in Michigan? And then miraculously something pops up. We're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that was in Michigan. Yeah. And not, not to give a shameless plug to the magazine, but, but we, we, are. we do get yeah. a lot of inspiration out of the magazine. We really do. Well, you know, again, we've got 26 writers are based all over the country. We've got two up in Canada that write for us in Canada. And we'll read these articles and look at the beautiful pictures and be like, I want to go there. I've never even heard of this place. And, and, and so, so we, uh, a lot of times we'll do that. Well, well, well Hey, we're going to be in Pennsylvania. Let's just go to the Blues Farm Festival up in Briggsville, Pennsylvania. And, and so, uh, so while the magazine does dictate a lot of the places where we go, we're a lot of times using the magazine to fill in in between. So, uh, um, you know, we do. Oh, have okay, so now from a uh, and I wanted to talk too. Yeah, you guys yeah. are just like us, so we're going to fight over who's going to talk again, Dan. I'll let you go first. <laughs> This is real life here for right. our listeners. Yeah, sure. This is real life. Well, I'm I'm just going to put in a shameless plug for RV Destinations Magazine because RV Destinations Magazine really helps when when we have to go for for instance, we're right outside of Orlando, Florida, right now, and we need to go to Gaffney, South Carolina, where Freightliner lives, and. What's in between those two places? A lot of I-95, but if we go in and just feather through some of the magazines that, uh, I don't know how many how we got so many copies of your magazine on board our RV, but we do have quite a few copies of it. It really helps. It's like, oh, wow, that looks cool. Let's go there. So I, I think that RV Destinations Magazine, for full-timers who are looking to fill in places, um, I, I, I think it gives me a it gives me a visual and a lot of the time it gives me a really good story about these right. locations. And I'm raising my hand cause I want to add something. Here. <laughs> I see you over there raising your hand. <laughs> yes, Patty, you raising my hand. Um, because while for full timers, it is so helpful for us. I think it's equally, if not more helpful for the part-timer cause they have a limited time to do things. And when they can look right. through this magazine and find, look, we could all go and find the national parks, right? but like, we're going to go to Yellowstone to have, you know, an article from the magazine that points out things that, you know, maybe not commonly pointed out, mm -hmm. but also those, what I call in between destinations, the hidden gems, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I love doing. That's why. So Dan and I talked about having gone to no national parks. It, it quite, you know, wasn't by accident. We just find these hidden gems that are just amazing places. And I know the magazine has shown us some of those as well. Oh, and then with the pictures yeah. and the way you write, it just, I feel like I'm there and now I got to go. Like we got to get here. So yes, shameless plug for the magazine because well, we, we, we think it's that. Yeah. yeah, it's well, such a and, valuable tool. And, and and that's what we've been hoping for. You know, when yeah. we built this thing, uh, that's what we were hoping for. You know, we, we were RVers ourselves. We were like, what would we want? And you know, early on, we had some. I, I don't know if they were young or not. I assume they were. I make that assumption, but it could, may not be true. But they're like, why do I need a magazine? All I got to do is Google, and it's like, well. You know, you know, in the magazine, we'll write about the big destinations, but we focus a lot on the hidden gems. And if you don't know what those hidden gems are, how, how are you going to know what to Google it? it right? right. Like if you didn't yeah. know about Sunapee, New Hampshire, which is a place I'd never heard of until it was in our magazine, how are you going to know to Google that? You know, and, and so exactly. uh, and, and I would like to uh, plug back 
the RV Life Pro Trip Wizard too. I don't want to start off anything early, but you know we have used that quite frequently to kind of tell us what to do in between as well. So mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like you know both uh, your technology and RV Life's technology and our magazine you know make a great pair together. They really do. Um, right. You're talking about the campground reviews. Right, right, um, right. That's part of RV life. Yeah. Well, not just campground reviews. When no. when you pull into a campground like we're here, I looked on the app the other day and I'm like, wow, look at this. There's like five other amusement parks besides right. Disney right down the street. Right. Not right. So, and that's what I was kind of referring to is just seeing like, hey, the biggest bowl of twine is between here and our next destination. Let's, you know, pull over and look at it kind of thing. Right. And that's a thing. It's actually Oh, it is a thing. People know. Um, And I think this is the the cool part of what Dan and I do and, and, and what you guys do, being able to put this information out to people. I talk to a lot of people. I feel like I'm a mentor now. Um, for lack of a better word, because I talk to a lot of people that are either just starting out or I have like three women. I feel like I'm coaching through the beginning stages of getting out on the road full time. And these are things that, yeah, you could Google certain things, but these are things you, you don't necessarily know about or see. So for example, we stayed uh, outside of Sedona. Now Sedona, when you climb the, the, mountain, whatever they call them, those different areas. That's cool. Everybody knows about them. Mm -hmm. But what we loved is outside of Sedona, um, uh, Cottonwood, Arizona, this place called Alcantara. And one of the most amazing places we've been to now, it's winery and vineyard. We don't even really drink. We have nothing against it, but we don't drink. But this was just an amazing place you can't just necessarily Google it right. and find it. Right. So how many places in the world can you go to a vineyard where they're growing grapes and they set up a massage table in the middle of the vineyard through the grape rows and you can have a massage in the middle of the grape vineyard? No, I would do that yeah, if they could put my wine glass underneath of me with a long a straw, straw <laughs> yeah. so that straw, I could drink yes, the I wine know. in the vineyard. And have a massage. That would be epic. Girlfriend, I'm sure they will work it out for you. They, they are some amazing people. They will actually bathe you in that wine if you want it. Oh, yes. It yes. is just incredible. Um, and, and they have horseback riding through the area and Jeep rides through the area. And, and the they boat. have the, the boats. I mean, you, there, we did a video there where we took the kayaks out to a place called the Convergence, where these two rivers come together. And it, it it's it's just invigorating. I mean, you walk away from there that night. That I did not sleep that entire night because I was just so you know wound up by what we did that day. It was it, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's area. more than incredible. Yeah, it's such a beautiful. Yeah, area and and you know, there's another one I want to mention here, and I don't know if you have any articles on it yet. But <laughs> if you don't, I'll be writing one soon. Um, it's called Slegman, Arizona. And it is one of the coolest little hidden gems in the world. It's an old ghost town, right? It is the home of cars. That's where the Disney guys were driving through one day and they found this town called Slegman, Arizona. And uh, they got the inspiration from the cars. They got the inspiration from the cars and 
all the, you know, the Lightning McQueen and the real car is there. Yeah. So, and the, the cop car is there. I don't know what the name of it is, but uh, boy, I, I fell there that yes, one I, got, I was going to say, this is wow. where I get to make fun. Kelly, you and yes. I are a lot alike. <laughs> so we were shooting video while we were there. And Dan was being all excited because it really was cool to see these cars that you saw in the movie from Disney. So he decides to do an acting scene where he pops out, but he did a tumble. He actually <laughs> fell. I thought he was I thought he was kidding. And I'm there laughing, the camera's shaking, but he actually fell. So you could see that clip it's a it's a short on our youtube channel you know exploring through our lens I gotta we'll, get we'll, put in, yeah, we'll put a link we'll put a link to it in uh, the show notes but uh, i i do have to say that you know it's out in the middle of the desert and it rains out in the middle of the desert quite a bit and what happens in these older towns is the water kind of goes underneath so I hit a spot and there was nothing but the sand on top that looked fine. And, you know, there was like a, a an eight inch dip there. So uh, I, I went down pretty hard. Yeah. Um, you actually tumbled. Like, yeah, I actually tumbled. Because yeah. he is a. Was. He's. He was trained as a stuntman, so he actually did a tumble like this. Oh, my gosh. Did you get man. those videotapes? Did a t- you got a. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on videotape. Oh, no, I, I got it. I got it on video. Oh, yeah, there's a video. You gotta text the, that to me. I'd love, love <laughs> yes, to see it. I love to. Po- I will. I love to post it on our social media. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> we need to add some music to so, it so slagman is in oh we did i did okay I so did, Sl- yeah. slagman is on route 66 i was getting that confused with something else right. uh, yeah now they really could be a, a ghost town because there's only 456 people that live there <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> right but and and ghost towns there are some places have you guys ever been and written about a ghost town yeah we've been to a couple of them. uh jerome which is actually right outside of sedona yeah, but that's not really a ghost town well I mean, it was but there. now it's it's up and coming but we we did the one what was the one i'm pointing at you like you should know as i'm pointing at you it's supposed to fill your brain we took uh zoe and bella there and it was like that old ghost town in the middle of where was that like around no, moab my- uh, uh, in, in the middle of Orlando, <laughs> it's it's called yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. There was that oh, there one place that I one time. I think about Terlingua. I think there was a ghost town down in Terlingua. Yeah, but, there was a ghost town there. But yeah, yeah, we've uh, but, there's a couple really good ones, pr- pretty famous ones in Arizona, and we have not written about in the magazine, nor have Cal and I been there that I would really love to go see. And I, the name's slipping my mind. That's when you said Sligman. I thought that that was it, but it's not it, obviously. But um, I have to look yeah. into that. They've got a couple great ice cream parlors there. I'll tell you that. Patty, Patty, uh, uh, pigged out on the, the ice cream there, but maybe that's something we can hook up next year after, uh, after Tampa, we could shoot across the country Yeah, and uh, go to say, we know we did a video at a ghost town. I don't remember the name of the ghost town, Nelson, but ghost town. Nelson, was it in Nevada, Nevada or oh, cool. no, it was in Nevada, Nelson, okay. Nevada. So we, we go into this old barn and Patty opens up a freezer and there's a dead rattlesnake in there, frozen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> exactly, literally exactly. a dead body. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was horrifying. That's how I would start my um, story next time. Yes, yes, right. <laughs> so we went to this ghost right. town. I opened up the freezer door, 
and I found a dead <laughs> body. So we're we're really thinking <laughs> we're really considering <laughs> go, going uh, from Tampa straight out to Quartzsite next year. We haven't made up that mind because uh, uh, not to give any more plugs, but but um, escapees have a big event in January. Uh, they ex- ex- they do, bash. and so we're thinking about attending that this year. So we're thinking about going out to Quartzsite and hanging in the area for the X Bash. Uh, have you guys been out to Quartzsite? And some of our friends and and former guests on the RV Life podcast. Uh, the border hookups are going to be the the band. At are that. they? I think that changes each year. Uh, so I well, don't know. Again, a plug for the border hookups. Yeah. No problem. A plug for escapees. We love escapees. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it would definitely be cool for us to get together yeah. and oh, yeah. do an event together in in Tampa. We were so busy oh. at that show. It was insane. Um, Maybe yes. when you get to lost my voice. And maybe I knew you were yeah. parked right. You were parked right next to us, and we barely ever saw you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did give you. A, we did give you a ride the one day because for people going to Tampa, it's a lot of walk. So I, so I just come up with a great idea. So we'll leave Tampa, and you'll be in your new coach. So we're just going to let you flat toe yes. our coach. Yes, perfect. So we'll, there you go. We'll get, our, we'll get <laughs> it rigged up. You might get three miles to a gallon, but it's a sacrifice we're willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the upper roads fuel car, at least we'll save up fuel. Well, that's right. See, we, between the two of us, we should have enough sponsors to sponsor this trip, so we shouldn't have to pay anything. I would that's think. Right. I so. think we might be yeah. on the news at that point. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely have a lot of p- pictures on social media. I don't know. Be towing you. I think he had that backwards. Randy's the one that said he likes to drive. He did. I did. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You did, babe. You kind of walked down I, that way. I like to sit in the back of the coach with Patty and Carly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Way more than I like to drive. <laughs> going all kinds of down the wrong road. And again. Well, I got Charlie, too, though. You yeah. have Charlie. That's yes. right. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, a plan. We'll do it. it. It does. And and this is what our being's about, right? Yeah. Like getting together with people on the road, finding new places, sharing places with each other. I I love this. And and Dan and I have often, I'm sure you guys have too, sat around the campfire talking about places and where you want to go and how cool certain areas of the country are. We Yeah, so exciting. And then when I get off a call like this, I go on my computer and on, you know, my RV trip planning, RV trip wizard, and I start saying, Dan, we could go here. And, you know, because we're working our way north from right. Florida and, you know, it's like, but we could stop and go here. And Dan's like, um, that's 340 miles out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I, then I have to be reined back in. We're, we're pretty excited this year because we've got, uh, we're going to do the Tulip Fest up in Holland, Michigan this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to go up uh, through North Shore up in Minnesota this year. So we're going a completely different direction than we normally do. But we also... Are going to be at the Briggs Farm Blues Festival yeah. in July. They invited big, us out for that. It's a big three-day event for blues uh, people. And then uh, we're going to be doing Lancaster, too. I'm so year. excited. I have been begging for Amish country for pretty much forever. I'm obsessed with the Amish. Wait, I'm just going to put it out Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Uh-huh. Hold the phone. Yeah, me, me, me. When are you going to be in Lancaster? I think we're, we're trying to plan it around the Hershey show because we're all going to be there for that. So I think we're going to try we're to hit up be there before. There. Yeah. Yeah. So we. It, we're going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got the Briggs Festival, which is really close to Hershey, and that's going to be in July. And then we, of course, have the Hershey okay. show in October. 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 September. 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 So we've got September. So we've yeah. got to figure out whether we're going to go to Lancaster in September or. 
July probably makes better sense to go in September. It's probably We're September. Be right there. Yeah. Because July, we've got or our grandson that we're taking. Is, yes. So we have grandkids in the Philadelphia area. So we spend time in Pennsylvania. So we'll be in Lancaster. We did an Amish village, like um, a tour. Yeah. It, it was amazing, like the things that you find out being there. So, yeah, we'll have to plan our dates and, and get together. That'd yeah, be so. incredible. Other than not being able to take pictures of the people there. Yeah. Um, it was one of our top videos over on our YouTube channel, Exploring Through Our Lens, when we went to the Amish homestead right i think it's it's yeah. on exploring through our lens i i can't remember the and another great oh. thing that we did there and then we we just had a great time just you know shamelessly self-promoting our stuff but we went to the turkey hill ice cream factory oh my oh. goodness and we got to make our own ice did you cream really? oh like my ice cream oh i yeah. love ice cream do you like ice i love oh, ice cream. i want to do goodness. that we went they invited us to come in and we went i was like okay you know this is something cute for kids and then they have this ice cream lab where you learn about ice cream and make your own ice cream and add toppings. Oh my goodness, I would do it again because yeah. it was so. I ate a pint of ice cream. They give you each a pint of ice cream. I ate the whole pint. Oh, oh wow! Nice. Wow. So what was the yeah. what, what was yeah. the coolest place you saw in twenty twenty three? Let's do, let's let's narrow it down. So what was the coolest place wow. or coolest thing you wow. did Ooh. in the RV in twenty twenty three? It's it. Wait, 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 Randy, Randy, this is a G-rated show. <laughs> I, what was the coolest second, thing we did in our RV? Second coolest thing. Uh, well, well let, let's say, oh, yeah, let's yeah, say destination. What, safe, what, was the, what was the coolest destination in 2023 you guys went to? 2023 was, I got to say, it was kind of tough because in January, right before Tampa, I had to go, I was called and went, I didn't have to, but I chose to be with my mom and then I spent six plus months with her so it was a little a little tough year and then we got back out on the road we spent a lot of time in pennsylvania and then we went to hershey and we love the rv shows but what is the coolest probably meeting me at the hershey show that was probably the high point right that's it (laughs) there you go meeting you at the hershey show that's right yes that was a tampa Yeah. yeah yeah but but it it i mean Let's let's be real, and, and again, Brandy's selfishly promoting himself right now. Um, <laughs> I, I love it because that is the best part of RV life. Yeah. I mean, not to sound cliche, but that is such a big part of what and why we do what we do. I think um, you know those naturals. Well, with the springs, we yeah. went to we went to this place in Florida. It was a state park, and there's natural springs there Kelly that have park. a. Kelly Park, it was called. And there, there's a video over on the YouTube channel about it. But I got to tell you, it yes. was incredible. That's a good pick. I couldn't think of that one. But yes, I would. But also, I, I think the other thing was going to Crystal River and being able to swim with the manatees. The manatees I did that too. Yeah, that was, that oh, was a, so awesome. Yep. Uh-huh. That's a highlight. And and again, here's things that I've seen on TV. I spent a lot of time in Sarasota. My ex was from, you know, they had a place in Sarasota. And so I spent a lot of time there and you see manatees as you're on a boat. And I, that's what many years ago, and I yeah. didn't think a whole lot of it. When we went, Chris saw, 
Crystal River was amazing. Just walking out on the pier and seeing them or getting in and swimming with them. Yep. I got to say that was that, a that's highlight. A, that's it, an amazing it, area, area. It really is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once in a lifetime experience. And then, you know, I mean, this is going to be very commercial, but Patty and I uh, decided this year to buy annual passes to Disney World. And so we've been down here since two weeks before Tampa. We had a little mini family reunion down here. So we had, I think, what, 15 people. So we took 15 people. uh, How many grandkids? Five were grandkids. Five were grandkids. Okay. So what was really one of my highlights of the year is right before Tampa, we're sitting in the RV at four o'clock in the afternoon and said, let's just go over to Magic Kingdom tonight just for us, not for the kids, not for the grandkids, not for the family, not for, let's just go for us. We didn't have a plan. We didn't have an expectation. We walked into, I think we went to Magic Kingdom that night mm-hmm. and we just walked up Main Street and looked in the stores and we got on a couple rides and did this. It was so relaxed, just a completely different experience going with a zillion people to Disney. Oh, sure. and, oh, yeah. Or being in a rush. Right. You know, like right. having your, your, your three-day, four-day, seven-day pass. Right. And, oh, my gosh, i got to cover everything. And that, and you know, to your point, and again, we're lucky to be residents of Florida and get the right. residence pass, which is very affordable. Um, but, but as you travel to also narrow down like how many places am I going to go see so you're not making yourself crazy sure. go 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 we talk about enjoying the journey yep yep so mm-hmm. we we um probably my favorite place we went out to Utah for a month in 2023 and I love Utah uh and one of the cool don't tell me you could go out into a field and stand by yourself <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I can't do that um uh, but we uh we uh we got to boondock by the salt flats mm-hmm. and, and the salt there had been a lot of rain and so there was this small little glaze uh, of reflection on the salt dune from the water and we we had planned on taking uh, you know I still have the photographer in me and so I asked Callie to bring a red dress mm-hmm. and, and she brought a red dress I put her in it I brought flat well, you didn't put me in it I put well, me in it I asked her to get in it. <laughs> okay, thanks for clarifying, yeah, Kelly. Yeah. It's a whole different show. That's yeah. right. Well, I got I got her okay. out there. I I brought studio flashes with me in the RV and everything, and we we took her pictures. Uh, I'll have to text them to you so you can see them. But uh, there's this beautiful reflection of her in that red dress uh, coming off of the salt flats, and it was amazing. And yeah. and then just to boondock there, it was the salt so was just cool. really cool. And it it was sweet too wow. because we had um, our boxer Bella with us. Uh, we had to put her down in October. And so this was not even knowing it. This was kind of her last hoorah. So to see her out there on the salt flats, just having a blast, you know, running as fast as she possibly could at that time. And, and, and honestly, I was going to say that too, for my favorite trip was, was the, the salt flats. It, it, we, we were there overnight. That was it, yeah, but it, it was just, it was, so in, bet- it was cool. in between two different yeah. destinations. But, uh, and then also we can't forget about the wave. Oh, uh, so we yeah. uh, wait a uh, wave down in southern uh, uh, it's southern Utah, but you actually it ends up in in Arizona. You when you hike to it, 
but you've got to get permission. You've got to get a permit, and they only allow about 50 people a day mm-hmm. to hike out to this wave. But if you, I, I think you guys have seen it, but it's issue, I think it's 18. Is that right? Yeah, 18. Uh, Cali, and, and I don't always make it a point to put pictures of Cali on the cover. In fact, that's the only one. <laughs> but she's she's in a, what color is your dress? Uh, blue. It was blue. Yeah, she was in a blue dress. And I took her a picture of it. If you've ever seen the wave, uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? It's uh, this uh, wavy picture. Try, oh, I'm, do you I'm have... reaching for one to see if I've got one. I do have one. You do have one. Uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you can see it in the camera. Well, for our listeners, I'll describe this for you. Yes. It is, uh, I have seen that. It is a sand dune that looks like. Uh, it literally looks like she's being overtaken by a wave as she's walking mm-hmm. uh, in this blue dress that is... Yeah, uh, that's exactly and it. And so now you guys will have to send us that picture and we will put it on sure. our social media. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, we would love podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, so... Now, you know, I just gotta, I gotta throw one more great thing out there that we had this year is we were in a place and it was a a brand new, as a matter of fact, we signed these people up for Harvest Host. We stayed at his brother's house or his sister's house earlier that month and it was in Banacqua, Tennessee. And we're, we're here at this Harvest Host in a Banacqua, Tennessee and the the gentleman that owns the place came knocking at our door one morning at like seven o'clock in the morning. Gotta come, gotta get out, gotta get out. So we run out. What's going on? What's going on? He's like, get your camera, get your camera. You gotta come with me right now. I'm like, yo, dude, I gotta get dressed first. And he's like, get your camera. We gotta go. So we we got ready really really quickly. Uh, Patty had to get her cup of coffee. Amen. And uh, happens. Yes, nothing happens. Nothing happens without the coffee. Mm, but amen. Yeah, amen. Your story. Yes. So uh, <laughs> we get in his side by side and we go out to the field where he has, I'm going to say 60 or 70, a herd of longhorn cattle. Oh, cool. And we're out there with these longhorn cattle. And he said, that one right there. And I'm like, yeah, what about it? She's going to have a baby in the next 15 minutes. No. So yeah. we sat there with the camera for two hours, for two hours <laughs> as labor goes. And, uh, and we actually filmed it. We do have a video of it on our YouTube channel over at exploring through our lens, but I will tell you, uh, it was an experience like, like, you know, uh, swimming with the manatees. It was an experience that, you just don't get very often. Yeah. And that's what's so great about Harvest Host, Boondockers, Welcome. And that's what's so great about this lifestyle. Right? Yes. Right. As we, we, we told you guys uh, this year that uh, we we actually have started to sell off everything in our home. Mm-hmm. And we were planning in sometime April, listing our home and moving into our RV. And, and you know, we, we've, and I know this is kind of a little bit cliche in the RV space anyway, but we kept saying, you know, memories over stuff and, and uh, you know as we're getting rid of yeah. getting rid of these things yeah. that we've acquired over the years that we really really love you know we keep saying memories over stuff because that's what life's all about right it's yep. about the memories mm-hmm. it's about the experiences it's about who you're with uh, quick story and and um i went out west uh, and i'm sure a lot of you uh, that are listening probably have done this but i went out west and i was seeing this beautiful place by myself and it's just not the same when you don't have someone to share it with it's right. just not the same. For oh, me. it's not. Anyway, 
right? Yeah. And, and so yeah, no, I I agree. I'll I'll say like Kelly does. Amen to that. It's interesting because mm-hmm. Dan and I were just talking about that. We were in Disney, you know, and and we're walking around, and it's like you know, years passed before you lived in an RV. You'd be like, oh, I want to buy that. I want to buy that silly little knickknack. Not that it's that silly, but when you live in an RV, you have to pick and choose knickknack stuff. It just, no. And so, you know, we really have, we don't feel attached to stuff anymore. It's really kind of nice. It's liberating, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been liberating going word. through this process, like, you know, picking up something and going, wow, I really don't need this at all whatsoever. And yet I've kept right. it for 15 years. Well, it's time for it to go. Yeah. And th- this is going to sound, yes. this is going to sound very pretentious. And I apologize because uh, I'm not a pretentious person. My, I love watches. Watches are my thing. I'm a collector of watches. I had 27 watches. It's like, how many can I really wear in a day? And so over the past three weeks, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've sold I sold 22 watches and I traded in five of them for one specific watch that I've been dr- dreaming to have my whole entire life. And so I was able to kind of get it to the point where I could just had to throw in a little mm-hmm. cash by trading in for actually it was five watches. I traded in for one single watch. But but anyway, it's like you do. You acquire these the stuff. The and stuff. we were gone for two months down in Florida when we were at the show there with you guys. And it was like we didn't miss. I didn't miss a single one mm-hmm. of those 27 watches at all, <laughs> you know? Right. So what's the point of keeping them? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's yeah. a paradigm shift. It really is. Yeah, for sure. You know, leave it to you, Randy, to tell a story about watches, which is a very sore subject with Patty and I. Many, many years ago in a previous life, we were with a network marketing company and we were the top salespeople for the year. And we were awarded... What kind of watch? What are those big Rolex. Rolex watches? We we were awarded each a Rolex watch, mm-hmm. but somehow or other, in uh, this great system that we have, we were in London at the time when we came back to the United States. By the time we got back to the United States, customs decided that we didn't get our watches. Oh, oh no! <laughs> so we still to this day don't have those two Rolex oh, watches. You're be oh. And they have jumped up in value big time. Rolexes over the last. Say five, six, seven Thanks, years. Randy. Yeah, they really rub it in, but just keep rubbing it in. They're like bubble gum machine. machine. I will go back and try to smuggle them back in. (laughs) Yeah, 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 no, that's and again, it's just not that important. Yeah, right. No, you're right. Well, with that, yes, with that, with that, we have to get to a commercial because we don't have the Rolex watches that are worth a fortune right now. (laughs) So we got to pay the bills. So we'll be back right after this. National Indoor RV Centers with over 1,000 motorhomes available across multiple locations. National Indoor RV Centers continues to provide an outstanding hassle-free motorhome ownership experience. National Indoor is the number one Newmar dealer in the nation and also features brands like Integra, Winnebago, and much more. Visit nirvc.com and become a part of the National Indoor RV Centers family. We are definitely part of the National Indoor Centers family. And that's not just because we are special. It is because that's how they treat people. And if you want the experience of a lifetime picking out a motorhome, you want to be at the Music City Motorhome Expo. It is June 4th to the 7th. This year is the first year and they are going to sell out. I was just on the phone with Brett Davis 
the owner of National Indoor, and I'm sure they're going to sell out. There are going to be people on the waiting list. But what's really cool about this event is they will have manufacturers from every different motorhome company. So companies like uh, Integra and and Tiffin and Numar and Baker and Gretsch. So your your uh, Class Cs, your Class Bs. But what's cool about this event, it is a four-day event. <clears throat> it's a three-day event. And you will get to drive any of the brand new 2025 motorhomes. You get to drive them. You get to sit in them for as long as you want to sit in them. They said, if you want to sit in them and you need food, we will bring you food so you can really be in the coach, feel it, decide what coach is right for you. Again, this is an amazing event. It is going to sell out. So you're hearing it on the RV Life podcast for the first time. If you're interested, go get your tickets. There will be a link in the notes below so you could click on it and find out more about this incredible event. Now, this event is the brainchild of Brett Davis, who, in my opinion, is the most knowledgeable person in the RV industry that there is. He literally sleeps with spreadsheets under his pillow every (laughs) single night. And I have to tell you, that information just seeps into his brain. He knows about registrations, about where people are buying RVs. He knows what kind of RVs to buy. So he sat down with himself one day about a year ago and said, what would make the buying experience more valuable to the customer? Not to the manufacturer, not to the show promoter, not to any of that. He is so incredible as a human being. Committed to the customer. And committed to the customer. Um, So we are excited that we will be at this event. We'll be doing the RV Live podcast uh, live to tape from the event. Uh, We're going to talk these two into being there because it's definitely going to be an RV destination from this point forward. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's looking to keep this thing going for years. All the manufacturers um, are supporting it 100%. Uh, As most of you know, we talked to Newmark quite a bit, and we were talking to the president and CEO, Casey Tubman, is excited about this event, is excited about being at this event. Uh, Lee Tiffin from Tiffin Motorhomes, he just did a piece on uh, social media saying how excited he is for this event and how he will be at the event. Ken Walters as well did a piece. Ken Walters from Jayco. All three of them did, yeah. Oh, my God. It was just really, really – this event is something – that if you want to be in the motorhome space, if you want to be an RVer, this is the event to go to. Yes. If you're not sure of what RV to buy, just ask me or go to this event. Right, right. <laughs> now, you know, again, we're putting links and stuff like that. Guys, Randy, Kelly, tell us where to send our listeners. Where's the best place to send them so they can get in touch with you guys, the magazine, the whole nine yards? Uh, Wait, I know. Yeah. What? A Randy alone in a field.com <laughs> <laughs> slash Montana. <laughs> so if people can go out to our website, which is www.rvdestinationsmagazine.com. 
There, they're going to find all the great information about us, our writers, the magazine. Uh, We have a podcast there. We've also got a lot of really good free resources out there. I I know some folks out there getting into the RV life, it can be a little expensive and maybe you're not quite ready to commit to the magazine. We have a lot of great free travel information out there on our blog. We do top 10 PDFs to different areas all across the United States and up into Canada. So it's just a really great resource. Um, Again, that's www.rvdestinationsmagazine.com. Why don't you share the uh, podcast uh, discount code? Uh, Not to, again, do a shameless plug, but um, we set it up for podcast listeners. Do you mind if we share it? No, no, go go ahead. The uh, bill's in the mail. All right, perfect. (laughs) Well, for any of those who get out to our website and you're like, this is amazing, I want to subscribe. We're going to give you a discount. Just use the code podcast twenty. That's podcast20 at checkout. And you're going to save 20% off any of our subscriptions. And our subscriptions include both digital and or print. Uh, so it really, we have a, a subscription to meet every type of need out there, whether you're old-fashioned like me and want that print copy in your hand, or you'd rather download it onto your iPad or check it out on a computer. Yes, that's great. And you know what? We've all made fun of you know promotion and you know, sponsors and stuff. But I think for the four, I know for the four of us, we genuinely love what we do and what we're putting out there and the people that we're putting plugs out there for. And this is what I hope our RV listeners for both of our podcasts are looking for. And if we could share a discount, we always love that. So thank you. 20% off and the code is podcast. And again, that will be in the show notes. Perfect. Okay. Are we ready for the, thank you guys for doing that. Are you ready for the question of the week, Dan? Am I ready for the question of the week? We are. We're ready. (laughs) I'm ready for the question of the week. So I'm going to press this button. And my favorite thing, that big old air horn from Explorer one comes up and that means it's time for this week's question of the week brought to you by open roads, innovative tolling. Our question this week from social media. And we've talked about, you know, that toll pass and uh, it is in the show notes. But the question is from Lauren T. And she's actually from right here in Orlando, Florida. I have been uh, sort of mentoring her as she starts her RV journey. So she said, I'm new to RVing and I want to know how you decide where to go and how long you stay. And we did talk a little bit about this, but we're actually going to throw this question to you guys to answer. How would you answer Lauren? Go ahead. ahead. And I'm giving that to you. I'm pointing to you. No, go ahead. (laughs) When she points at you, that means it fills up your brain with all kinds of useless information. (laughs) So, you know, we use a a couple of different things. And, you know, one, we talked about this before, shameless plug on the magazine, but we do use our own magazine for inspiration on, on deciding on where to go. But a lot of times it just depends on you know, are we looking to get to beat the heat? Because the summer is just miserable where we are. So we're going to maybe head up a little bit north, a little bit further. Um, is it winter time, and we're trying to warm up, so we want to head south. Um, so we use, you know, just kind of depending on what's going on that year. We also plan trips around different RV destination magazine events that we need to be at. So we'll plan trips around that as well, just to kind of have fun. And because it is expensive to hook up your rig 
or drive your rig out to a location. So we try to maximize on that area while we're in that area so that we're not just, you know, driving 17 hours for one city to turn around and come back five days later. Agreed. You have something to add there? No, right? <laughs> no, I, would just, I would just think she is so well-spoken. <laughs> she is. She did that very well. It just boiled down to, very I was paying well. attention to the question I, and he was I, not. No, that's not, that is not true. Well, um, way to call him. And, and remember, guys, we did tell you before we started this podcast that we don't edit anything. No, I know. Right. So there it is. I understand that. You've got our listeners have us all in the raw. Um, so thank you. That's And that's a great answer. And, and again, that how long do you stay mm-hmm. is, what are you doing? I don't You're know. You're sitting what in the raw. You're taking your clothes. So how long do you stay in an area? You know, again, that's one of the questions that's really dependent on the person, how much you want to be moving around, where you're at, you know, so it's so while it was a question, I think we covered a lot of that. And it's a very individual. Can can I add something? uh, Yeah. So now you uh, got my little uh, brain cells going here. So we've got to actually over here to my right, you can't see it, but we've got a map of the United States and Canada. And what we did is we took a, what is that called? A compass or protractor, protractor where you have the, the pen on one side and you take the pencil. That thingy. Yeah, it makes yeah, that yeah that, we that's a protractor, circles. right? I, I'm going back to sixth grade and I can't remember it. But uh, so, so we put, you know, the, the, the pen part on our home and then we drew out like, uh, what was it? It was uh, like 250 a hundred mile and then 250. We actually kind of planned it out for days. If we could get yeah. like a long weekend right. versus a week versus we need two plus weeks. Yeah. So I think, I think it was like under 200 miles and then, uh, like 500 miles and then like a thousand miles. And then we said, okay, we're only going to do places for, a, you know, a weekend in the first circle, the second circle, we're going to do a week third circle we're going to do two eggs and anything out outside the end circle which just like t- you know the tips of uh washington state california uh up into canada deep in canada you know that's more than two weeks and so that's we've kind of followed that and mm-hmm. it, it works pretty well because you know you don't want to you don't want to have a week and try to drive two thousand miles from kentucky out to california <laughs> uh it just makes no right, sense right. and Callie tells a story I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. for four or five years now about a time oh. I miscalculated. Uh, miscalculated. It's lucky we're still married is I, all I have to say. So <laughs> we, we had a business event up in Seattle and we live in Kentucky. As, uh, well, I guess your listeners don't know that, but we live in Kentucky. Uh, we're in between Louisville and Cincinnati. And, so, uh, and I go to my loving, wonderful husband. I'm like, honey, how long is it going to take us to get to Seattle? He looks at me. And he goes, my love, it'll take us two and a half days. Yeah, and I, I looked at him and I'm like, are you sure about that? He looks at me and says, yes, babe, yeah. just two and a half days. Yeah. And Lies. We, we, were, we were driving. Uh, we drove two 18-hour days. Um, and I mean, we got very little sleep and then uh, rolled in the... About two and a half days, about what I said, yeah. but I, oh, but, but she was getting I ready had, to kill me. The oh, dogs yeah. were getting ready to kill me. It was terrible. It was terrible. We got there and I'm like, I, I can't see you for a long time. You need to go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the campground was terrible to put on right. a boot on top of everything. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, we, we don't make that mistake anymore. Now we've got a hard line at, uh, eight to 10 hours. Mm-hmm. We stop and, and we're done. 
you know, my, so eight to 10 hours a day, that's your, that's your yeah. driving. And I, I push more for the, for the eight hours at 10 hours because it, it's hard. And for new RVers out there, you'll learn this, you know, when you're putting in those big, huge, long days and you stop, what you forget about is your your body and your brain is still going. Yep. You know, you're literally like right. vibrating from all the road yep. noise and and you it's really hard to shut all that off, get in bed, fall asleep, wake up at 7 a.m. and do it all over again. Right. So it's important we have learned to get into a location, you know, six, seven o'clock in the evening, wind down, have dinner, take a walk, watch a movie, you know, watch TV, whatever it takes to just kind of Ah, okay. We're ready to do this again tomorrow. Right, right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I learned that. Um, you know, I sleep terrible the first night because exactly what she said. You know, I'm still vibrating. Wow, I'm anxious. Right. You know, when we the first day we pulled in yeah. after a long drive, and so it's really not till day two where I sleep good. Mm-hmm. You know, I even know my heart's racing all night just because yeah. all the anxiousness of being on the road. Uh, but I don't know if you two feel that, but I know we do. Well, you have a much newer unit than ours. Ours is a 2002. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, 2002. Yeah. And I, I have to tell you that driving an old girl like this, it, uh, it, it adds another layer of stress. So when I get someplace after an eight or nine hour day, I am, I am done. Yeah. So we try to, we try to stay places for at least 24 hours, meaning two nights. Oh, okay. That's so okay. we'll get there. And then we try to stay one more day um, just because it, it just seems to make sense. And, uh, you know, we're not getting any younger. So um, oh, that's a road I don't want to walk down. Right <laughs> I know, especially, <laughs> with, time for that one. especially um, with Randy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yes, but that's a, that's a good thing. And, and to your point of making those circles, so just to make life easier for you, and we're going to, you know, share a RV life pro tip with RV trip wizard. They have the circles for you. Yes. <laughs> they made the circles. So you just go on and that could be our tip for the week, but RV life pro, when you have uh, where you're at, you could set your circles at whatever miles. So there's a red, a yellow and a green circle. I think it is. And you set whatever miles you want and then you know exactly which circle where you want to be, where you want your destination to be. So you can get rid of your you, you, you know, now. that's interesting because Patrick talked about the circles on our podcast. Yeah. We had him, Patrick, with RV Life for the listeners that may not know who he is. Uh, but we had him on our show. We talked about the circles. And I completely forgot about that, though you just said that. So uh, we're going to have to try that next time we're on a trip on our RV Life uh, Pro Wizard. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Trip wizard. Trip wizard. I'm sorry. It, it's real convenient too when you're like when you're out somewhere, you can see those three protractor lines on the map. <laughs> when not when you're not at home, you can see how far <laughs> right. to go from where we're you are. We're just guessing when we're out on the, the road. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have I have one other question I want to talk to you about about the magazine. Sure. Because I, I have this image, you know, knowing Randy now, we got to spend a week together at Tampa. So knowing Randy a little bit and then seeing him here on, on the podcast on our screen, um, I, I have this image in my head when you're laying out the magazine of Randy sitting in the Hugh Hefner bathrobe <laughs> on your king-size bed in that Winnebago looking wow. through all these pictures. Um, so, so Callie, t- tell me, is that the way it happens? Uh, it, wow. it is, Absolutely. 
hundred percent. He's got a big fat cigar in his mouth and the robe is, you know, shamelessly partially open down his chest, you know, and we, we've got the magazine wow. sprawled out on the floor. No, not at all. Thankfully it's all done uh, through this incredible program that we have. Um, you know, times have changed so much. So it's literally all laid out digitally and we're able to send it to our printer and digital format like that. And then they take it from that digital file and create the paper file. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Sorry that I burst well, your that's, bubble. That's, that's, I know. Yeah, you you I know. bursted you bursted my bubble. You did. Although, although you feel I might do that and take a you picture might. and send it to him. But if it makes you feel better. <laughs> there you go. We will share that on our social yes. media. <laughs> he does sometimes plan and work on the magazine in his pajamas. That, so Now that's true. That's a true story. Okay. And we're not going to go down that road. Right <laughs> right Let's just leave it go. The next time we're all together by the campfire, we'll have that That's conversation. Right. And, and well, now that we've got podcast. that mental image for all of our listeners, <laughs> yes. uh, let me let me give you another mental image that will get that one right out of your head. As most of the RV Life podcast listeners know, Patty and I started our RV Life in a 2002 Monaco Diplomat. And within the first six months, guess what? We started looking for our next unit. In the last three years, we have worked six RV shows. We have visited over a dozen dealers. We have sat in, crawled through, and discussed literally hundreds of RVs. And yes, after three years, we have finally decided that Numar is the brand for us. And when he says we've been in hundreds of RVs, he's not kidding. I can't even count the number of RVs that Dan has dragged me through and sat in. And when I mean sit in, we sit there for hours, minutes, sometimes an hour. Over the last three years, it's been the number is countless. But what I can say with confidence is that the feeling sitting in a Numar just felt different than any other coach. My best description that both Dan and I felt is that we were home in the Numar. So we decided to take the step and make Numar our next home. There are so many reasons why we love Numar, but the top are probably the quality of the workmanship that goes into each coach, the choice of multiple floor plans in each model, and the options that are available to customize your Numar to make it exactly the way you want it. Most important, the people that make Numar Corporation. There are so many different brands out there. There's so many different models and so many decisions that Randy and I have to make. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Patty and I chose to do business with people, not companies. And the people of the Newmar Corporation are the people that we chose to do business with for our next home. I'm, I'm, this is a decision we just made over the last week and, well, we've made it over the last three years, but finalized over the last week. And we're excited to be able to share this with our podcast listeners. Now, that sound means it's time for today's RV Life Pro Tip. You know, RV Life Trip Wizard, the one that gives you the circles, Randy. <laughs> gotcha. We, like the, the circles. Circles, okay? we <laughs> like the circles. It is brought to you by RV 
trip wizard. Why? Because it just works. By default, RV Life Trip Wizard creates an RV safe route, keeping you clear of any low clearances. If you want to see all of those low clearances on your map, choose the Research tab, then the Hazards tab, and click the Low Clearance icon. If you see a low clearance on the map that you think is on your route, remember to zoom in all the way. You'll find that the low clearance warning is typically on a side road or underpass that is not on your direct route. If you've properly entered your RV information, you won't be routed somewhere you shouldn't be. Seeing the low clearance warnings might be handy for routes you are considering but haven't mapped yet, or help explain why you're being routed a certain way on the map. With your RV Life Pro Tip of the Week, I'm Pat Buchanan. Thank you so much, Pat Buchanan, for the RV Pro Tip. We talked a lot of tips with Randy and Callie today um, about RV Life Pro and Trip Wizard. And we want to thank Callie and Randy. And now we have Charlie there with us. Um, we want to thank you so much for being on. This was such a fun podcast. And I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as Dan and I did. Well, I hope they did too, because we went 30 minutes yeah. over our normal late for our podcast. But yeah. that's okay. That's okay, because this. It was just interesting for our listener. Well, we hope you guys are so great. We we just really love having well, you. Thank on the show. you so much for having thank us. You. We really enjoyed it this as was well. Awesome. Thank you. thank you. We did. So now we think it was a great episode. Kelly and Randy think it was a great episode. We would love for people to leave a review on any of the podcast platforms that you choose to listen on. Or reach out to us on social media, the RV Life Podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. And we want to thank our listeners for being our listeners and supporting us. Yes. And, you know, leaving a review, leaving a thumbs up, whatever it is, it, it really, really helps. Anything that you can put into that review field really, really helps us as a podcaster. You're listening to the RV Life Podcast. I'm Dan Hunt with my incredible wife, Patty Hunt, saying have a great rest of today. And an even better day tomorrow. Tomorrow.